You're listening to Breaking the Silence, a podcast by Reach 10, where we're creating a culture of courage, compassion, and connection to overcome the shame, silence, and fear that often surrounds topics such as sexuality and pornography. We're your hosts, Chriselle Simons and Creed Orm. Welcome listeners to Breaking the Silence. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Elise Winward, and we're so lucky to have her. She's going to share some thoughts with us today and answer the question, how can learning about healthy sexuality as a single adult increase my confidence and connection with myself? And so she's going to explain a little bit of why she's so passionate about healthy sexuality and some thoughts and ideas that we wanted to discuss today. And to start off, thanks so much, Elise, for joining us. Can you introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks, Creed. So I'm Elise. I'm 23, and I'm currently a student at BYU. I'm studying elementary education, and I'm minoring in family life. And I really love the topic of healthy sexuality. So I'm very excited to be here and to talk a little bit about that. Awesome. Elise, I want to know a little bit more about you. Like what kind of things do you enjoy doing? Like why did you choose to study elementary education? Yeah. Yeah. So with education, I feel like it was a passion in the making. I've had a lot of teaching experiences in my life and I feel like it started when I was around 14 and I was given an opportunity to teach piano unexpectedly and I took it. It was really scary for me, but then it just kind of started this love of teaching that then later in like my young twenties during my freshman year of college, I just felt like this was the path to go and I've loved the program. I've loved what I've learned And I'm getting really close to actually being in the classroom and teaching, which is exciting. So I should be in the classroom next year um, and having more hands-on real-life experience. That's fantastic. So this topic I'm really excited about because I feel like in our culture, it's not something that we explore very much is our own sexuality. I especially felt that way as a woman, and I'm sure that men feel that way too, but I can only speak for myself. (laughs) But I really, especially as a single person, just felt like I did not know myself at all when it came to like my sexuality. So I am so excited that we're going to explore this. And what I want to know is like, what led you on this journey of healthy sexuality and like opened you up to it? Yeah, that's a really good question. Last year, I had an experience that kind of just made me realize how much I didn't know. And so I actually, the first thing I I did was I ordered the book Sexual Wholeness and Marriage on Amazon because I had heard about it from a friend. They recommended it. They said it was a really good resource. And so I got that for myself and started reading it. And then along the way, I realized that some of the authors of the book taught a course about healthy sexuality at BYU. So I enrolled in that right away and took that last fall semester and it totally transformed my life. I feel like that whole semester, I just kept peeling back layers of myself and understanding more. And I feel like it lit a fire inside me. And so I started talking about it with so many people. It was really interesting to see the responses that I got. And Elise, I know that uh, within this journey where your world of healthy sexuality just started opening up, you found our podcast somehow. How did you find our podcast? And then that's how you and I met. We met up and chatted 
in the cafeteria at BYU. And it was just so <laughs> cool to hear your excitement, your knowledge, and just your your love of the beauty of, of sexuality. And it was really inspiring for me to see that within you as well. So how did you hear about our podcast again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I heard about the podcast in, I think it was November, right around the time you were starting the podcast. And someone mentioned it. Someone in my class said, we had a lecture about pornography and relationships. And someone mentioned Reach 10 as an awesome resource. So I went home and looked it up. And I really liked what I saw. And then I also saw that there was a podcast starting. So I started listening to it. And after being a faithful listener, I realized that Creed and I had a mutual friend. So I had that mutual friend help me connect with Creed. And then we did meet up for lunch, like Creed said, which was really awesome. Yeah, it was a great experience. And, and like I said, I thought it was just so cool. I vividly felt your excitement and I can still feel that to this day. How do you feel now about healthy sexuality? You have taken that class. You've read that book. I know you've read several other books and you've even written or helped write a paper for Shalom Levitt at BYU that was published. So do you feel like you're still learning a lot? Do you feel like there's little left for you to learn? What's your, what's your take on that? I feel like I still have a lot to learn. I feel like this topic is so expansive that I feel like I've learned a lot. I'm sure there's things that I realize I need to learn that I don't realize yet. I think really where I'm finding a lot of passion right now is helping others, especially single adults, just help them realize that this is an important topic for them to understand right now. Some of the feedback that I get sometimes when I talk to people is they're shocked that this is something I care about so much because I am not in a relationship right now and I'm not married. And so sometimes they see that as a disconnect, but I don't. I think that it's so important to know about as a single adult, as a young adult, and to learn about it as soon as we can, to be honest. So why do you think that's so important? I mean, I definitely agree, but I want to know why, what led you there. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I gained a lot more confidence in myself as I started learning about my sexuality. I feel like one of the first things I learned was just more details about sexual anatomy, which seems like such a small thing, but there was a lot of things I didn't know. And I realized how amazing my body was how complex it was, which started, helped me feel a lot more self-love towards myself, which I feel like increased my confidence, honestly, in every aspect of my life. I felt like understanding this aspect that I felt like I didn't know a lot about, I felt a little bit of shame about, didn't feel like I had a lot of people to talk to about it. Once I started learning about it, I feel like it helped me in other aspects of my life that at the time seemed unrelated. That's wonderful. And I think that's so, so great that, I mean, we all want more self-confidence, more self-love. I think that's something that we can all kind of struggle with, but by learning about our sexuality, how our bodies work, we can really break down those barriers of shame that we might have about this taboo, quote unquote, subject. One question that I have for you in particular, you mentioned that you have spoken with lots of people about this, about your love of learning healthy sexuality. How do those conversations start? Because at Reach 10, we talk a lot and on this podcast about reaching 10 people, at least starting with that, starting with reaching people to change this culture of, or a culture of shame and disconnection through talking about sexuality in healthy ways. How do you bring it up in conversations? How is it ever brought up? And what have been your experiences with that? Mm-hmm. 
I feel like because I think about it so much when I'm in conversation with people, a lot of times it just, it comes up because it's so important to me. Sometimes a lot of ways it starts is I feel like when I'm talking to people about what I'm working on or things that I care about, or just like, I don't know, sometimes only getting to know people, it comes up in that way as well. Or sometimes I just leave books around. So if I carry a book, I did that. I've done that on purpose on campus. I like walk to campus carrying a book or leave it around my apartment. And that has also been a way to start a lot of conversations too. And it's just so natural, it sounds like. And I think that's the way it's supposed to be. That's how we're trying to change the culture is just by naturally taking on the responsibility to just make it a natural thing. Because it is natural. Healthy sexuality is natural. It's normal. And if we act like it is, which which it is, then hopefully other people get that vibe and feel open to have conversation about it. And uh, we can change culture that way. So thanks so much for being a good example of that and reaching more <laughs> than 10 people. That's awesome. Elise, what have you seen change maybe in your relationships as you've talked about healthy sexuality? The thing that's changed is I feel like my friendships that I feel like I can talk about, like pretty go, go in depth about this topic it's definitely made them a lot closer because we share a bond over something that's really important to us. And some of my closest friends, and they're also some of my roommates as well. When I was taking that class, I started talking about this a lot. And it was really cool because it was something that all of us were pretty unfamiliar with. But as I started the conversation, it steamrolled into more like more and more conversations. Um, since then, some of these friends have also taken the same course that I have, which has continued the conversation. So I think that's been super inspiring to me to see how when like I've just said little things that it's made an impact in people's life that are close to me. And so I think that's why it really makes a difference to reach 10 people like we've talked about with what reach 10 is trying to do. Because even if it feels like you're not doing a lot, it can be a spark in someone's life for them to start this really important journey of learning about their own healthy sexuality. I love that. And I love that it even like, it sounds like it's broken down some barriers and removed maybe some of the shame like gets in the way of us understanding ourselves. What I also would love to know is how your relationship with yourself has changed. I hope Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Uh, But I think that we have relationships with ourselves, but like what has shifted for you? What has that been like Mm -hmm. for you? I feel like what has changed for me is I truly can say that I love who I am and I love where I'm at in my journey. And I love that even though I don't know everything, and even though I struggle with things, I feel like it's just helped me be more aware and more mindful of myself, of my emotions, and just to help process those in a more healthy way. Something that has been paired with my learning of sexuality has been mindfulness or meditation. And that's just because of the, like, I feel like the influences I've had in my life, which has been a a huge help. And something that else has helped me is journaling as well. So those tools have helped me process my experiences and just to help me honor myself rather than just like pushing things that are uncomfortable aside, I process them instead, which helps me feel more comfortable with who I am because I'm being honest with myself rather than pushing those things away. So what, what maybe is something that surprised you as you've learned about healthy sexuality and dove into this? Hmm. I feel like the reason I started seeking information was because I realized I didn't know a lot, but I didn't realize how important it would be to my self-development. Like I mentioned before, we're talking, like I'm talking about this in the context of being a single adult 
And sometimes people feel really uncomfortable talking about it as a single adult. But I realized, I think that's what surprised me is that it's so like this has made such a big difference in my life that I want other people to realize that this is something that they can start learning about now. It doesn't, they don't have to wait for a relationship. You don't have to wait for a certain event in your life, that this is something that you can start learning about in safe ways. And it can be just wherever you're comfortable with baby steps. That there's so many good resources out there that we can turn to, Reach 10 being one of them, where we can start learning information and start these conversations because we need more of them. I love that. The theme I hear with what you're saying is that having delved into education of healthy sexuality has really increased your connection with yourself, with others, because it's helped, you know, talking about a quote unquote scary subject. And so I just love this example that you give to us of if we learn about healthy sexuality, if we become more mindful with ourselves, if we start practicing courage and and changing culture, we'll establish more connection with ourselves and with others, which is, I think, something that all of us would want. Would you add any like other call to actions or maybe something specific? If someone was just starting their journey of self-discovery in in understanding and uncovering their sexuality and wanted to go about that in a healthy way, what would you invite them to do? Yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like I would direct them to some books. One of them, I feel like that's a really good resource is Sexual Wholeness and Marriage, and that is geared towards um, members of the church. And those same authors have written another book called A Better Way to Teach Kids About Sex that has similar messages. Another book that's a little bit older that I've also really loved is a book by Wendy Watson Nelson um, from her time as a, a professor. And she writes about relationships. The book is called Purity and Passion. And the, it's a little bit longer of a title, but I can't remember the whole thing right now. That one I've also found has made a lot of connections between sexuality and God, which have been really important for me because I think sometimes those subjects get separated from each other. And we feel like we put them in different two different spheres. But when they come together, I feel like there's a lot more understanding. I love that. And we will link those on the show notes. And definitely, I love especially that last one that you mentioned. I haven't heard of that one before. And I'm going to read, I'm going to look into it. That sounds like a really great resource. Elise, have you experienced much shame as you've started uncovering this in your life and and wanting to understand this in your life? And maybe even as you've talked about it with other people? And if so, how have you dealt with or handled that Mm -hmm. shame? I feel like I have, I've uncovered places where I felt, I feel like I had shame, but I didn't realize it was there. But as I've talked about it, it's been really cool because I feel like as I've talked about these experiences, I feel like talking about them helps the shame dissipate. And then I can look back at these experiences and I don't feel shameful about them. I feel like I can talk about them and process them and then kind of move forward with my life. And so I think that's one of the reasons why learning about healthy sexuality is so important because it helps us have the language to talk about important events. Like all of us are sexual beings. We've been sexual beings since we were born. And so we've had sexual experiences in our life. But because it's not always a topic that's talked about clearly, sometimes we don't have the like the words to talk about them or the way to like process them within ourselves. Which would create more shame, it seems like, because it would just like spiral or like get tucked away 
and like weigh us down but having those words allows us to express them or to under i think that's a really interesting idea actually i just interrupted myself (laughs) i think that's a really interesting idea because and unless there's words or language to put to our emotions it, it can be hard to even understand what we're feeling and so the more that we understand and expand our knowledge and expand our language the more we're able to understand ourselves and other people and that's really profound mm-hmm. i really think that's awesome and as you always say Chriselle, one of your favorite quotes is fear of the name or the word itself increases <laughs> fear of the thing itself right is that how it goes? <laughs> so of course if we have the vocabulary if we know what the words are and they're really not that scary to say <laughs> we will increase in confidence in those ways Creed, i had no idea what you were gonna say what i always say <laughs> <laughs> well I, hopefully it wasn't too out there no that's perfect and i do love that quote by albus dumbledore that like the more that we like say things as they are and and we call them as they are, the less afraid we are of them. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, Elise, we feel like there is the culture that we live in. There's going to be some people who think it's unnecessary to learn about healthy sexuality as a single adult. Maybe um, even inappropriate. They're probably like, um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, might, they might think, you know, we're going to learn about these things. We're going to learn these words. We're going to learn these aspects about our bodies and we're going to be triggered or to want to act in sexual ways that are out of our value system or it'll just inspire us to do naughty things. <laughs> what? How would you respond to someone who either would say that to you or might just be thinking that? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think that something that I would say is that an event such as creating a committed relationship I feel like if you don't have preparation before that beforehand, it's going to be really difficult to all of a sudden add the sexual aspect into your life if that's the way you, like you've chosen to reserve yourself for that relationship. I feel like it's going to be really difficult if all of a sudden you realize you have no idea. So for me, I feel like because I know I'm a sexual being and I have been from birth, like I said before, that I think it's important to learn about this for me now because it prepares me to be in a committed relationship. And I think that's really important. Also, something that I think is really important is to realize that we have the ability to restrain ourselves. What I mean by that is like we can feel experience feelings of arousal or things as we're learning about sexuality and we can be mindful, process it, realize what we're feeling, maybe what triggered that that response. Maybe we can journal about it, but we don't have to act on it. That's the amazing thing about being a human being is that we have that ability to choose how we respond to the way our body, the, some of our body responses, such as arousal. And I think also just getting educated about yourself would even prepare you more for making healthy, good decisions that are in accordance with your value system. Because how, how are you supposed to say, say no to something happening to your body when you're with someone cute or that you're attracted to if you don't really know what's going on with you, right? Or if you're not mindful of what is going on, how can you say no if you're just not existent in that way? So thank you for sharing that. 
It's so empowering too, because instead of just like being acted upon or having to wait for an event or wait for a relationship, like you are taking action to really understand who you are as a son or daughter of God, who is also a sexual being and who is also experiencing all of these changes throughout your entire life with your hormones and sexuality and all of that. <laughs> like be an agent, take action and learn for yourself within your value system there are so many things that you can do. I wish that I had taken more action earlier in my life. And I feel like, I mean, we've talked about my story before on this podcast. I feel like I was fairly aware, but I was also like so scared. And in fact, today I was looking back at just some text messages between my sister and I before we both got married and we were so afraid. <laughs> and, and now it's just like, a, I'm no longer afraid of who I am and going to the doctor and just like all of these like little things that I used to just like my body was so foreign to me I wish that I had learned to love my body and understand my body more fully way sooner in my life and I didn't have to wait for marriage to do that <laughs> so beautifully said <laughs> thank you and amen to what you said as well Chriselle I love that and uh, I just want to tag on to Elise that I too, when I started learning about healthy sexuality, when I first joined Reach 10 and started reading sexual wholeness and marriage through my, also just my major family life at BYU, it just brought me so much self-confidence as well. And also I feel like an ability or desire to keep my sexual experiences within my values because as sexual wholeness uh, shares, we have in order to get sexual wholeness, we need all aspects of it, which is spiritual, emotional, and physical. And if we're not having one of those things in our sexual experiences, those our sexual experiences just won't be whole, we just won't be enjoyable. And so I want the whole experience. I want what's good and what's also good for my spirit in general. And so just becoming educated in these ways, it's just gonna be so helpful for us in the long run. So any other final thoughts that you have any other things that you want to say, call to action for our listeners? I think the last thing to say is for those listening who maybe haven't begun their journey or who are starting or anywhere in their process is just to keep learning more about yourself because it really does make such a difference. And I'm so glad you brought in those aspects of sexual wholeness, Cree, because like we are so complex but it takes a lifetime to understand ourselves. And I feel like the more we understand ourselves, the more at least for me, I feel like I can connect better with others and I feel like I can connect better with God. So I feel like it really starts with understanding ourselves and then we can really, it influences all aspects of our life. Is it ever too late to start learning? Never. <laughs> start today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And the sooner you start, the sooner you learn and you don't have to be going through, you know, so much learning when you're married. Definitely. Thank you so much, Elise. We're so grateful for you joining us today and sharing just some of your wisdom and thoughts and things that you're learning. We are so grateful when people like us want to share what they're learning because it is so wonderful and it's so empowering to hear that it's making a difference in your life. So thank you. Thank you both. We are so grateful for everyone that we've had on our podcast, and we especially love hearing stories from people our age, young people who are struggling or discovering who they are or are really um, seeking to overcome the struggles and the challenges of 
their past and, and what they're learning from that. So if you have been touched by this podcast or by someone's story and you want to share your story, we would love to have you on our podcast and it can be anonymous. It can be non-anonymous if that's a word and um, whatever you would like, but please reach out to us, reach out to us at hello at reach10.org. And we would love to hear and learn from you. Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence by Reach 10. Help us create a new culture of connection by sharing what you heard today with at least 10 people. Please help us reach more young adults by going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Reach 10 is a nonprofit. You can help support this podcast by donating on our website and following us on social media. We share these views to open the dialogue on these tough issues. We are not professionals, and the ideas shared on this podcast should not be taken as professional advice. The opinions and views that our hosts and guests share do not necessarily reflect the views of Reach 10, and we don't guarantee the accuracy of any statements you hear. Reach 10 is not responsible for your use of information heard on this podcast. We keep learning and invite you to join us as we build a more open, compassionate, and courageous culture.